Hello and welcome. My name is Tecla Francesco, and I'm trying to spread the word about how practicing the law of attraction can significantly improve your physical and mental health. Join me and like-minded friends to learn more about gratitude and how to manifest health and wellness beyond your wildest dreams. I've been practicing these principles for years with incredible results from resolving chronic pain to dissipating daily anxiety and reversing a digestive diagnosis. My goal is for you to leave our weekly episodes with easy and actionable steps to implement effortlessly into your day-to-day life so you can reach your own personal health and wellness goals. Hello and welcome to episode three of Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. Last week, we really focused on why it is important to improve your vibrational state of being. This week, we are entirely focused on the importance of self-gratitude in manifesting anything, but especially full and abundant health. This is my favorite episode so far, and I'm so excited to be talking with you about this today. I have so many cool things to share with you and so much science, and I'm ready to blow your mind, so let's get into it. We're starting today with a quote from Rhonda Burns, The Secret. The reason you have to love yourself is because it's impossible to feel good if you don't love you. When you feel bad about yourself, you're blocking all the love and the good that the universe has for you. If you think about that quote more, you start to realize how true it is. How happy and joyful can you really be if you spend your day criticizing yourself and hating things about you? How many people listening today remember the last time they actually acknowledged something they like about themselves? When was the last time you practiced gratitude for something about yourself? And I'm not talking about practicing gratitude for something in your life. I'm talking about practicing gratitude for something you're grateful for about yourself. Look, I'm going to take a wild guess and say not a lot of you are deeply and truly grateful for the person you are, the things you've accomplished, the shit you've overcome, or even some of those amazing qualities that make you, you. And even worse, we have a tendency to be so critical about ourselves. Take a moment and think about some of those things that you might say or think to yourself. You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not tough enough. You're not sensitive enough. You're not thin enough, big enough, toned enough. There are so many things we say to ourselves and sometimes we can be so self-critical and downright mean. Imagine if you heard someone say those things to your daughter or sister or brother or best friend even. You would be absolutely appalled. Then why is it okay that we're saying those things to ourselves? Why aren't we ever good enough just the way we are in this moment? Listen up, friends, because you're about to realize why we need to immediately flip the script on our self-talk to significantly improve our physical and mental health. Instrumental to today's topic is the research executed by Dr. Emoto. Dr. Emoto studied how the molecular structure in water changes when exposed to human words, thoughts, sounds, and intentions. He studied that for 20 years before he passed in 2014. He also documented his findings in his book, The Hidden Messages in Water, which became a New York Times bestseller. Dr. Emoto is famous for his water experiments, specifically 
freezing and photographing water crystals. When he first started photographing water crystals, he soon realized that no two crystals form the same formation when frozen, which is really similar to what we know about snowflakes. He then began to experiment with how intention and external forces impacted the formation of water crystals. In his book, he talks about his many findings and includes the photographic documentation of his water crystal experiments. I'm going to walk through the results I found the most interesting. First up, water exposed to classical music like Mozart and Beethoven forms beautiful, elegant, symmetrical crystals when frozen, while water exposed to heavy rock forms distorted and fragmented crystals. Next, water stored in containers with phrases including thank you form stunning hexagonal crystals when frozen, while water stored with negative phrases like fool produced malformed crystals, which is really similar to what we saw with the heavy rock. Dr. Emoto also discovered that the most delicate and elegant crystal he came across in his early research was from water exposed to the words love and gratitude. After self-publishing his work, it grew in popularity so quickly and was translated into several different languages and sent all over the world. His work became particularly popular in Japan, and that inspired experimentation from young children across the country. Children started putting rice cooked in water in two jars, and every day said thank you to one jar and you fool to another jar. And they tracked how the rice changed over that time. After about a month, the rice that was told thank you started to ferment and turn a pale yellow, and the rice that was scolded started to rot and turn black. Again, this rice experiment was done in hundreds of homes across Japan by young children who had just heard about Dr. Emoto's research. While some in the scientific community do doubt the validity of Dr. Emoto's water experiments, other scientists have said it has been instrumental and foundational to other discoveries about water. Triple board certified Dr. Zach Bush talks about how water has the ability to hold memory and how it seems to be the only molecule with this property. He also talks about holy water, or water blessed like by a priest or monk, has been extensively studied since Dr. Emoto's water experiments. He shared at the Hydration Solutions Summit that one drop of blessed or holy water placed into 17 gallons of regular water changes the energy of that original 17 gallons. Are you kidding me? This is absolutely wild. Dr. Emoto actually published a paper on this concept in collaboration with four other scientists called Double Blind Test of the Effects of Distant Intention on Water Crystal Formation. In his experiment, a group of approximately 2,000 people in Tokyo focused positive intentions toward water samples that were housed in an electromagnetically shielded room in California. You know, there was also control water samples in a different location that those 2,000 people weren't aware of. Both sets of water formed ice crystals when frozen, and those were photographed by an analyst. Those pictures were then evaluated based on aesthetic appeal by 100 independent judges. The results showed that the crystals formed from the water with the positive intention were significantly more appealing than those from the control. 
I'm going to link that study in the show notes so you can read more if you'd like. I am just so completely blown away by this. Think about the implications of this for us now in a more physical sense, right? Your body is made up of 60 to 80% of water. I'm going to say that again. Your body is made up of 60 to 80% of water. What do you think is happening when we talk to ourselves in a negative way? If writing you fool impacts crystallization of water to that extent, imagine what is happening when we say equivalent or much worse things to ourselves. The things we think to ourselves and the words we speak to ourselves are impacting our physical self and I want you to understand the gravity of that. When I first started doing this inner work and started to practice self-gratitude, it was actually one of the hardest things I've ever committed to in my entire life. It is rough to even verbalize this, but there have been periods of time in the past where I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. I might stand in front of the mirror and brush my teeth and blow out my hair, but did I ever actually really look at myself in the mirror? No. I remember avoiding mirrors as much as possible. I would move my mirror to the floor so I could see only my clothes without actually looking at my face. I refused to be in photos and I didn't want to see myself at all. That behavior went on for years. And you know, the saddest part about what I'm sharing is that I know I'm not the only one who has been in this position and maybe some of you still are. The good news is that you have the power to change the way you think about yourself. I started by just standing in the mirror for one minute each day and worked on not being judgmental. I really focused on being curious about what I saw and what I was feeling. And this quickly grew to two minutes and then three minutes and soon enough I was at five minutes. Then came the day where I started with just one compliment about myself every single day. After that, those positive things I was saying about myself, I started actually believing. I'm not going to BS you here. This work is fucking hard and it won't happen overnight, but is one of the most rewarding experiences of my entire healing journey. So where can you start? The first step is being more aware of our inner dialogue, the way we are talking to ourselves. And this is so important. I can't emphasize this enough. I really want this to be a turning point for you where you start to notice the negative things you might be thinking or verbalizing on a daily basis. This is no small feat, but you can't change your behavior unless you first notice it. You might be alarmed by how often you catch yourself in that negative frame of mind. When I paid more attention to those thoughts outside of that mirror work I was just talking about, I was shocked by the frequency. I remember noting 30 instances of this behavior on the first day. That's 30 times during that first day I said something shitty about myself. And I want to be clear about something. Awareness of these thoughts and patterns doesn't mean we're judging ourselves on the content. This is really critical. We want to try and stay impartial here because judging ourselves and giving ourselves a hard time about these thoughts and feelings is just going to perpetuate that cycle. Don't fall into that trap. The next thing we can do is when we notice ourselves thinking or saying something negative, we start to challenge what comes next. 
So when you catch these negative thoughts or words about yourself, I want you to first acknowledge that thought and then say the opposite. And this could be something about your body, about your mind, about your skill set, whatever it is. Let the thought pause and then say the opposite. I'll give you an example here. You might notice yourself thinking something like, God, how could you answer that question wrong? You are so stupid. First, we want to acknowledge the presence of that thought. Okay, yep, I just had that thought about myself. And remember, try not to judge it if you can. And then say to yourself the exact opposite. Maybe something like, actually, I know I'm smart. I prepared really hard for this presentation and I know the material well. And I realize that might be hard for you. You might not be able to get all the way there. You might be thinking, yikes, this is a big stretch for me in the moment to think that way. Maybe if that's resonating with you, you say something like, actually, I revised the material several times. I know a lot about it. And even though I didn't know the answer to that question, it's okay. Let's compromise and meet in the middle with something like that. I think the overall goal here is to approach yourself with kindness and give yourself the opportunity to replace some of those harsh statements with something that is much more neutral or, you know, even better yet, something that is positive and affirming of the person that you are. Okay, look, I know what's coming next. Some of you might be thinking, now I'm just lying to myself. And yes, maybe deep down, you don't actually believe that you're smart, but you know what? It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter at all. And I'm going to tell you why. By speaking these things into existence, you're changing the way your subconscious is working. Your subconscious is going to start to find evidence that what you're saying is true. You're overriding negativity and you're establishing a foundation for growth and a future where you actually start to truly believe the things that you're saying about yourself. Also, the good news for us is that the law of attraction can't distinguish between what's real and what's not real. If you start to flip the script on that way of thinking, you're building confidence in yourself and your thoughts are much higher in terms of vibration and energy. Every thought you put out there into the universe plays a part in orchestrating your future, positive or negative. So let's control what we can and start focusing on challenging those moments of negativity throughout our day. Next, we need to curate the way we're talking about ourselves to others. To start off with, this means no more self-deprecating jokes. So many people do this. Friends, please stop making jokes about yourself at your own expense. The more you joke about yourself or tell yourself you can't do something or that you're bad at something, the more you start to believe it. Secondly, if someone praises you or gives you a compliment, so many of us have a tendency to dismiss it so quickly and never give it a second thought. Some of us get embarrassed and try and change the topic. Some of us strip the praise from ourselves. And some of us will immediately shift to returning the compliment before they've really internalized what was even said. Why? Why are we doing this? Do we think they're lying? Do we think we don't deserve it? Think about that for a moment. Really think about that. Why might it be hard for you to accept a compliment? Next time someone gives you a compliment, 
you know, provided it's well-intentioned and in good nature, I want you to try and accept it and just say thank you. That's it. No more excuses, no more rebuttals, just thank you. I want you to start to think about yourself as someone who deserves compliments and praise. Let's see if we can slowly shift that part of our identity. Okay, we're on to what to do if someone makes a judgment about you that doesn't resonate. We've all been there. If someone is making a comment about you and you don't agree, know you don't have to internalize that. It is your choice. You get to allow those things into your mind or you have the power to dismiss them. What matters is what you think about yourself and that's it. Nobody else gets an opinion on that. And if you want to, you can try and challenge that person's perspective and stand up for yourself. And if you don't want to, that's also great and know that you don't have to engage at all. All right, the last thing I want you to work on this week is listing 10 things about yourself that you're grateful for. Before we get into this exercise, I want to start off with something really important and explain how to practice gratitude. We might not even know that, so let's start there. First, I want you to think about something you want to give thanks for related to yourself or your physical health or your mental health. Let's use an example. I might start with, I am truly grateful I had the courage to go to a movie alone. We then want to follow that up with why. Why am I grateful that I went to a movie alone? And that's where we're going to add something like, I am truly grateful I had the courage to go to a movie alone because it was out of my comfort zone and I actually had a really good time. Adding in the reason why is more of an intensive practice, but allows you to feel the gratitude on a much deeper level. You're reflecting on what was so great and that means you're feeling the gratitude so much more intensely and differently. Okay, let's get into the exercise. We're looking for 10 things we're grateful for about ourselves. And that can be anything to do with your physical or mental health or the person that you are today. I know this can be hard, so let's ease ourselves into this exercise by starting to think about all the things your mind and body have allowed you to do in the past year. You might not be ready to come out and say, look, I'm grateful for my size, shape, figure, or something related to that, and I have those days too, but we can take time to work up to that. We have to do it right now. If you're listening to this, you survived a global pandemic. That's right. Your body, your immune system, your physical self protected you against a scary and dangerous virus. You were alive and that is because your body protected you. You might want to add that to your list. Do you have the ability to walk around and move easily? That independence you have is another reason to thank your body. Be grateful for your hips, legs, feet, and toes. They allow you to move through your day seamlessly. Can you hear the people around you? Can you see clearly? These are other things that your body allows you to do that we can take for granted. Now, all of these things I mentioned are related to our physical body, but we can also start to think about our minds when we do this exercise. Did you do something at work recently that gained a lot of attention and praise? Did you finish a book and learn something new about a topic you're interested in? Are you working on establishing a new habit and were able to change your behavior once or twice in the past week? 
Let's practice gratitude for the things that our body and mind do to keep us alive and allow us to find joy in the world. All right, friends, I'm leaving it here for today. There are a lot of things for you to work on over the next week. Please start to think about how you can implement these practices more frequently into your daily life. If you have a topic you'd like to request or there's something you're interested in, please jump over to Instagram and DM me at heal yourself with L-O-A. That's heal yourself with L-O-A. And as always, please do your goal a favor and rate, review, and subscribe if you're finding value in this content. That's all for today. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.